This is Real Estate Team Builders, and I'm your host, Lars Hedenborg, the founder of Real Estate B-School. The real estate team building world is driven by big egos who boast about how many homes they've sold or how much GCI they've earned. We don't hear much about their low profit margins, the long hours they put in each week, or the unbearable stress they endure. In fact, I've discovered that most real estate teams are losing money when you consider the amount of personal production their owners must do to make ends meet. I believe that if you want to profitably scale your real estate team without working crazy hours, enduring unhealthy levels of stress, or coming up short at home, then thinking like a business owner, building sustainable systems, and empowering your team are absolute musts. You won't find any smoke and mirrors or hype here on my podcast, just the real world tools, systems, and strategies that work. So if you struggle to balance growing your real estate business with focusing on the areas of life that truly matter, then this show is for you. What is up? This is Lars Hedenborg back for another edition of Real Estate Team Builders. I'm the founder of Real Estate B-School. And on this episode, I had the pleasure of chatting with my uh, friends, Greg and Matt over at Real Estate Uncensored. I've been on their show a couple of times um, prior, and it was really just a great conversation about, you know, given the same amount of hours in a week and, you know, typically the same amount of, you know, we all start out with, you know, not a whole lot of talents. Um, how is it that some of us can excel at a high level in the areas of life and business uh, that we we attempt to succeed in? And why is it that some of us struggle? And uh, we got into it, probably a 40-minute conversation, just digging into uh, all of that. It was an awesome conversation, so stay tuned for that. And I'll just leave you with this. If you're at the point in your business journey where you want to know what these stages of growth are and how to navigate them so you can go from 100,000 GCI to 500,000 to a million, to a million and a half, two million, three million plus, these six stages of growth, I navigated them in about six years new to the business to $3 million plus business where I was working only Tuesdays when I was in town. And uh, if you want to get a sense of what that is and what that might look like for you, no matter where you are in the journey, if you're struggling to grow, even if you're running a million dollar business, but you're losing your mind, you're working way too many hours, go to realestatebusinessgrowth.com, realestatebusinessgrowth.com to free up, free up, pick up a free copy of a report I put together called the Real Estate Business Growth navigator. So go to realestatebusinessgrowth.com and we will see you soon. Stay tuned for the episode I did on Real Estate Uncensored. Welcome back, everybody. This is Real Estate Uncensored. We have a very special guest. Lars Hedenborg is back and we are talking about how to double your production and cut your hours in half. So it's very timely. We are sitting as we record this in November of 2021. Uh, we are past uh, a lot of the um, issues, lockdowns. We're in the middle of maybe a supply chain crisis, but real estate keeps trucking and we're coming into a new year. So if you are setting your goals around this time for next year, the temptation is to go, great, I'm going to double my business. Awesome. How are you going to do it? That's where and talk about. So before we bring Lars in, of course, my esteemed colleague, the the junior grandmaster itself is in the co-pilot seat where you so belong. Greg Matani, what's up today? And I'm all over 2000 miles away from you. So which makes life even better for you. So and you're um, a big guy. So it's slightly out of arm's length. Just hey, slightly. I have lost weight lately. Thank you very much. Um, I've lost actually another 20 plus pounds. So Damn. screw you on the big guy thing. Okay. Um, but I got to tell you a funny story. You know, a lot of people kind of criticize me for walking my dog a lot. And they're like, why, why aren't you out doing prospecting and so on and so forth? 
I'm in negotiations for a two and a half million and a $1.8 million deal based upon dog park relationships. So, you know what? I just think it's kind of fun and, you know, get a little weird, make yourself a billboard, you know, and then we're going to talk to Lars about how, you know, double X your, your business for next year. Um, sadly, Matt, you, you're not going to be able to contribute to this, this conversation, but Lars and I are going to have a great call. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Oh my gosh. All right. Lars, welcome back. What's up, man? What is up guys? Um, you know, so it's, it's even that, even that last comment, you know, I, I think, I will say I'm I'm accused of being a little preachy when we get into a conversation like this about like where do you spend your time? What are the activities that get you the the results that lead to money in your bank account? Um, but it transcends real estate. It it's you know there's so many people that are claiming to want to achieve you know in 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 their work in their finances in in all the different areas of life that we want to achieve at a high level and then man, very rarely does anybody achieve anything anymore. You know, there's so much distraction. There's so much good stuff that we can get wrapped up in. And in the real estate industry specifically, we are just bombarded with all the good stuff we should be doing and we never get enough traction. We're never consistent enough. We're never persistent enough. Um, and being successful is oftentimes boring and it's, it's doing a whole lot less not more things. And I think that's kind of the misconception of, uh, of doubling, you know, selling more houses in less time and, and, and doing it with less stress. So this is like my, my most favorite topic because it makes people the most uncomfortable. You know, <laughs> if, if I could follow everyone that has a claim, like, okay, you want to double your production? Let me follow you around for two weeks and see where you actually spend your time. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we can get after it, but nobody really wants that level of accountability. Nobody wants to to, to limit the, the, uh, addictions or the sedations or, you know, whatever you're doing to get by, you know, cause we're all barely getting by, right. Yeah. Uh, it's those things that are, that are taking you out of, out of, you know, um, it, it, they're taking you off track from achieving what, what you actually say you want to achieve. You know what, Lars, I, when it comes to addictions, you know, it, I'm, I have to say this publicly, um, I'm very proud of Matt. He just went to Coffee Anonymous for the first time and they all welcomed him and he, he's on his road to recovery. So Matt, welcome. My name's Greg. And uh, yes, now we can talk. That is not where I thought that was going, but I'll take it. I, <laughs> I know. I've been on I've been on decaf for two years, man. I'm flying high with that. Like I, I, I should earn some kind of token or a chip for what I've done. Oh, I'm going to make one for you for Christmas. Thank you. I would appreciate that. All right. Uh, so brief background. So for those uh, of you that are listening and can't see this, you can see the uh, the mic flag on Lars's mic is for Real Estate Team Builders, which is a show that, that our agency produces. And uh, so there, Lars gets to talk to some of these amazing, real estate team leaders and talk about how they've essentially done what we're talking about doubled and while cutting their time in half. Uh, Lars, you're amazing at helping people not only do that, but also one of the first first things that you help people do is come in and evaluate what they're spending on leads. And often you find that they're way overspending. They're they're literally throwing money down uh, the drain on leads that they don't follow up with. And so you're helping them save money right off the bat. But I just wanted to point out that uh, to like get in touch and get more of of Lars' message and and hear some of these amazing stories. Make sure to go check out the podcast Real Estate Team Builders. You can look that up on you know Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So that's what we want to kind of shine a spotlight on here is just some of the conversations that you've had lately. There was one with Jonathan 
an agent that came up that you did like a follow-up video about that kind of spurred us to to chat on this topic. So I want to delve a little bit into that. What are some of the, um, maybe tell us a little bit about Jonathan's story, some of the other stories of, of agents that have really grabbed your attention since you've been doing the podcast and, uh, and maybe some examples of what they did. What did they do differently? Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's a typical story, you know? So Jonathan's story was, you know, you're, 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 eyeballs deep in everything in the business, you know, and, and, and you you can only do so much and the business order sort of drags you out of bounds. Like you're working more hours than you should, or, 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 you know, you're, you're not fulfilling on the obligations at home, your, your physical body is being ignored and, and, and all of that. And so Jonathan's story was, you know, he'll do 200 million this year and he's working no evenings and weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, and he still does listing That's production, awesome. but you know, his team is only four, maybe now five agents, I think three administrators, and he's the main listing agent and wow. he's doing 200 million. And so how, how does that happen? Like how, how can one person, and granted it's not one person, but he's making more money in less time with less stress than he was a, a, a few years ago. Hmm. And, uh, and it also makes me think of Dan Jones, who's one of our coaches. Now he started on my real estate team in my market, got licensed to become an agent on, uh, on my team. He'll do 300 sides this year, working four days a week. And he, and he didn't, you know, didn't have a sales background. You know, he kind of saw it from the inside, even before we had a coaching program. Um, but it's, it's just a question of like, you know, where for, 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 for me, and this is a calculation everyone should do. And, and, you know, most people won't take action on the next step of this, but when, when I finished my first 10 months in real estate, uh, I only netted 37,000. So I had like 250 K GCI top line. I gave 75 to my broker, which was not sustainable. And then I netted 37. I worked about 2000 hours in those 10 months. So it was $18 and 50 cents an hour. And I left a corporate job where I made about a hundred bucks an hour. So it was, it was, it was not a great, not a great trade, but I remember in, in, in that moment, when I was doing that calculation, I, I just decided I was going to make 500 grand working 2000 hours. So I wanted my AGI, my tax return, which had never been anywhere near even, I mean, it was 200,000 where I came from. So I wanted to be 500,000 adjusted gross income. And I wanted to work on average a 40 hour work week as a real estate agent. And it took me, it took me about five, five years to get there. But, but how many things do you have to say no to, to go from eight to $18 and 50 cents an hour where I'm working all the hours. Like I, I can't work any more hours. Well, what does the journey look like from, from going to, from 1850 to, you know, ultimately I think one year I made like $2,800 an hour in my real estate team. And that's the journey that I take people on. So you can, you know, Dave Friedman and Kirby Skurad and, you know, these guys that w- were doing 50 to hundred deals and losing their minds, you know, how do they five, 10 X their businesses? It's just every 90 days looking at where, where am I literally spending my time? What am I passionate about and what pays really well? And just a series of iterations of, of delegations and just getting systems or technology or a, a, an administrator. Most of what a real estate agent does is administrative work. You know, like 80% of what a real estate agent does is administrative. And I heard like 85% of agents don't have an admin. So most of the job is administrative and most of agents don't have an administrator. So you're an administrator if you're a successful real estate agent and you don't have an admin. Mm-hmm. 
So I know there's a lot, a lot in there, but it's, it's just being honest with yourself about where you spend your time. And then also like, where do you, where do you veg out and where do you numb out? Are you spending too much time on social media? Are you, you know, spending too much time watching Netflix? Are you, you know, are you saying that you want to be an achiever in all these areas and are you actually willing to, to have the, the, you know, um, there's a saying in, in this Christian business owners group I belong to, uh, priorities are what we do. Everything else is just talk. Yeah. That's so good. when you say your priorities, like it's easy, you ask a Christian business owner, like, what are your priorities? They're like, man, God, family, you know, and business in that order. It's like, mm -hmm. all right, well, let's, let's hang out for two weeks. And this doesn't look like, it looks like you're spending 15 hours a day. And the thing you said was the least important. Right. And then you have a little bit of time to give your family. And then did you even have a conversation with God this week? Cause I didn't see it. Like there was no proof. You would not be convicted of being a Christian. If I, you know, <laughs> used on my two weeks of, of spending time with you. And so a lot of times we just have to eliminate the clutter and noise and, and get some margin in our, in our days and weeks so that our priorities, our stated priorities can become where we're, where we're actually spending our time. And it's a journey. And it was a, shit show when I did it. And I get to sit here from, from a different vantage point now, but it was hard doing it. So I'm not making any claims that it's an easy process and it takes a, a lot of failure and tripping and, uh, you know, but always just keeping your eye on the prize of like, how many, how many dollars do I want to make for every unit of work that I put into this business and just keeping your eye on that. Yeah. One of the things that I, I, I love with that comment, Lars, is the fact that, you know, slowing down to speed up, you know, that's one of the things that our good friend Hank Avick uh, has, has, has been beating into my brain. And you, you just mentioned that as well. And I took that to heart um, the last couple of months. I've really slowed down and I made myself one promise a day. I said, I will do one productive thing a day. And then I own the rest of my day to do whatever I want. And it has built my business tremendously because where I'm spending my time and doing my, my, my lead generation and everything else and working with my clients uh, is where I want to spend my time, not where I should, where I feel I need to spend my time and I'm finding my tribe. And I think that's, that's something that a lot of folks don't get because they, they're in the hamster wheel. They never stop running. My, I've told the story a thousand times on the show. And I'll share it again. My dad's been an agent for 53 years. He has had his retina detached from his eye twice uh, out of stress dealing with clients. He missed family vacations and everything else. We can work smarter, not harder. And with like your coaching, your training and the stuff that you're, you're putting out there, I think a lot of people really benefit from it basically. And also kind of following in your footsteps and kind of looking at your lifestyle and saying, man, this guy's doing a really stinking good job in business. He's building a good relationship with his family. Not that he didn't have a bad one, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, you're, you're retaining it. Um, and a lot of folks would love to have that lifestyle, but they want a 2X, 10X, 20X their business. I would love to hear your insights on some of those comments. Yeah, so so uh, the, the biggest thing that comes up for me is, is the imbalance you know, a, a lot of times, you know, we, we all know uh, Tony Robbins wheel of life and wheel of mm -hmm. business, but if you just look at the wheel of life, having six spokes business being one of them, you know, a lot of times these traditionally successful agents are a 10 out of 10 in real estate, but their, their marriage is crap, but they don't have a relationship with their kids. Their finances are, are, 
ridiculous, you know, so it's not even a, it's not a balanced wheel. So sometimes we have to take down one level, one, one area of our lives so that we can get, we can build out some of the other areas. And, and that's the slowing down to speed up. That is super, super hard. When I was back in the early days and I was the only one selling and I had a vision toward doing more and less time with less stress, I just took the hours like 10 PM to two or 3 AM. Like I would put my wife and our son to bed and I was like, okay, I mean, I, I'm going to hustle during the day doing the job of real estate agent. And then I'm going to build the business. I'm actually going to architect the business at night. And it's funny, Julie, uh, my wife, she, she's just the most sweetest woman that you'll ever meet. And so respectful. She, she only told me like years afterwards and I launched real estate beach, but she's like, honey, I thought you had like a porn addiction. <laughs> I, I didn't know what you were doing up there for like, like five hours at a time. Um, I'm like, honey, that's really not how I'm, I don't have a porn addiction, but I imagine it, it, it's not a five hour thing. You know, <laughs> anyway, so, um, hey, if you're doing it, so, right, uh, <laughs> so you know, so, they're building like Google word doc and spreadsheet templates. And like, it's like the exact, uh, the, as far away as you can get from a it's porn the addiction. exact opposite. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I was, I was building like marketing <laughs> systems and I was working on my database and my client for life system. And um, all of that stuff. So I, I guess the, the, the point of that though, in, in the context of your comments, Greg, is that, you know, I don't think people really have a vision for how they want their business, their real mm -hmm. estate business to fit in with their life. And mm -hmm. how, how is it possible to manage all of that? And, and it's, it is like on a regular basis, slowing down. So we, mm -hmm. we teach, uh, and we swipe the, the term from Gina Wickman, Trackman, clarity breaks, you know, it's 60 to 90 minutes, immovable, as if it was a listing appointment once a week, no technology, where you're just asking for the six areas of your life, what's working and what's not working. Mm -hmm. That's it. So you just have an awareness about what's working and what's not working in the areas of your life that you say matter to you. And then you just get to make some decisions like, okay, well, I have, I don't have the energy to show up at the end of the day, you know, to be a good dad and then a, a, a good husband. Like wh where's that coming from? Well, I'm not getting enough sleep. Why am I, am I not getting, well, I'm watching TV or, you know, I'm, I'm drinking every day or I'm eating like crap and I've had all those vices, you know, but, but, but just to take some time out to sort of think about what, what might be getting us off track because we have a vision of, of growth and, and my vision coming from a jacked up childhood. Like I didn't have a dad, my dad drank until I was 15 years old. So I like ton of anger and resentment toward that whole situation, ton of chaos. Luckily I chose the acceptable path. You know, my addiction was achievement mm -hmm. uh, and it's, traditionally, you know, it's, it's valued in society and, and all of that, but there's collateral sort of damage that can come along with that uh, as well. Just being too focused on achieving and, and just everything else sort of gets trampled over in the process. Um, so for me, it was a vision of like, yeah, I, I want to be a good dad. I want to be a good husband. I want to take care of my physically bo physical body and stay close to God. And, and also I want to ach achieve in business. And I, I played a different game. I wanted to my goal is to make a seven figure income working a thousand hours. That's awesome. Yeah. So That's it's just, awesome. and, and not every year do I get there. And so, you know, I, I've made more than seven figures and I've made, you know, anywhere from 750 to a million two, but I'm just not willing to, to go out of bounds 
And next right. year, this year, I'll probably only work about a thousand to maybe 1200 hours, but I could probably make a whole lot more, but I just wanted to business really shouldn't take 50 to 60 hours a week, you know, yeah. and, and if it does, it's just too many hours. And so yeah, too much admin work. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think even, even at the basic level, there are so many real estate agents that shouldn't be real estate agents. They're better administrators. Yes. A top, a top agent can partner with more of an admin, like God created this person to be an admin, but they want to do real estate. Like let them do their five SOI deals, but let them be your admin. Yeah. You know, they probably have a need for, and you know, pay them hourly or, um, and then you can double just with that model, you can double your production or hire a courier. In a metro market, we we, so we advertise for a courier um, at eight to nine dollars an hour. Really, and we we get a hundred applicants. And granted, when we find one, we increase them to ten to twelve pretty quick, but they only last about you know eighteen to twenty four months anyway. But you you look at any agent selling ten to thirty homes, and they are. 40 to 50% of their time, they're in their car doing courier stuff and yeah. they think they're busy. Well, well, they are busy, but they're not being productive. There's a big yeah. distinction there. And when you draw the line in the sand, like my goal is to make a thousand dollars an hour. You feel like an idiot when you're driving to pick up your laundry and then you're getting a yard sign. And then you're like, think of all, like I can literally pay someone 15 bucks an hour to do all that. And so it's, it's just some, but it's also a look, it's a nice day out. I get to show homes today. I get to, to run errands essentially, and I get paid for it, but you're not, you're not, you're not really getting paid for it. So yeah. it's just, it's just an, like an awareness around what you want to make, what you're currently making and what's, you got to stop doing a lot of things to get from my $18 and 50 cents, you know, to 250, 500, then a thousand. Um, and that's, that's the same journey with every one of our most successful members, you know, is that you just have to stop doing things in, in the right order, put the right systems in place, that sort of thing. I mean, I got to tell you, Matt is looking for a side gig. So if you guys want him to run errands for you, um, he'd be happy to uh, fly anywhere you guys want. Um, but in all, in all seriousness, um, my father years ago built me a spreadsheet for my prospecting time. And it showed me what my minute was worth, my hour was worth, what my contact was worth, you know, hourly, the whole nine yards. I, I came out to being about $2,200 an hour value based upon the prospecting and the price points. And then I was worth $9 a minute for, for me to just sit there. And I, as soon as I started seeing these numbers, you, you see them, you're like, oh my gosh, like, what in the blank have I been doing? Like, like, like I've got to stop doing dumb shit, pay someone else who's not, not that they're dumb, but pay someone else who's willing to accept that hourly charge. And you go make the dollars that you, if you're 23 to $2,800 an hour, I mean, every doctor and lawyer would be just all over themselves at that, at that valuation. It's unbelievable. And nobody really takes the time to really look at the numbers. And you're coaching in, in, in kind of the, the B school. Why do people not look at the numbers? What's the main reason you've seen? I mean, I think the industry attracts, there's like no barrier to entry. And a lot, <laughs> a lot of folks, a lot of folks didn't choose, like they didn't really choose real estate. I mean, I think it's changing. It's certainly shifting. Um, and I think a lot of personalities that are attracted to real estate 
our personalities that their God-given ability doesn't include spreadsheets. You know, mm, it's yeah. just not that like, you know, a successful real estate agent, they get successful because they have a lot of friends and they're outgoing and like a spreadsheet, you know, people come into our world, they're like spreadsheets. Oh my gosh, that's like the worst thing ever. That's so we horrible. have to make spreadsheets like simple to use. Um, I, I think, I think that's probably one of the big drivers. Mm. And then it's like, I don't know. I think there's a level of comfort and I think people say they want to be challenged and they say they want accountability, but no, they don't, they, they don't like, no, they don't. You know, it's, it's easier to, you know, on a Friday afternoon and it, the weather's nice and it, you, you don't have any appointments from two to five, how many people really are going to double down and prospect during that time? Very, very, very little. I mean, yeah, like one out of 500, maybe. Oh, that's a good estimate, by the way. I mean, it's, 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 it's retarded. I mean, I, the reason I, I, when I was back, when I was flat broke 30, I literally had $35 to my name. I had, I didn't have a pot to piss in. I had nothing and I had debt. And so I worked seven days a week, you know, probably 15 to 18 hours a day. And I didn't stop for five years. It has to find that driver. But like you're saying, if you want to double your business, you will burn out doing that. 100%. Um, I did. And and, and, and and during that time, did you, uh, you probably sold a lot of homes, but did you have administrative support? Minimal. And and, that, and that's where the biggest flaw was, is because yeah. of like, and, and, and I have since then. Yeah, and, that's, my... and, and, and you kind of said it, and I think, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but you, you no said problem. it. When, when we, we think like, we have visions to, to make a lot of money and we can sort of just decide that we're going to be successful and we have those personalities. Um, but most of the stuff we do is it's lower dollar per hour stuff. Crap. I was going to have a really good thought and I just totally lost it. Um, it's okay. Matt, Matt, yeah, hold, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's thinking like, well, who, who would want to do whatever, who would want to like pick up my laundry or who would, mm. you know, I don't think we slow down to think that there are people that are paid minimum wage to clean toilets and mm. to, to, you know what I mean? Like there is a market for, for everything. Yep. And we just have to realize that, you know, if, yeah, if, if you want to have a life, then you have to be willing to let go of some things in your business. And it's at least half of the activities that you do. If you're selling a good amount of real estate, that's the thing that's holding you back. You know, I believe, you know, hustle, I believe hustle and grind can get you to 20 to 30 deals. Like I, I think that's, that's like only 1.8% of agents will sell 25 homes a year. It's like really low. Yeah. But you know, once you get to that point from 25 to 50 and 50 to hundred is doing less. It is a hundred percent doing less. I have not written a contract uh, in the last 10 years. My, my team manager, Eileen, she's a licensed agent. So it's hundred percent legal, uh, writes all my contracts. She does all the legwork with communication. Only thing I have to do is bring in the deals. She'll hand all the paperwork and everything else to and from. If there's a fire, then I will jump in. When she says, Greg, you got to talk to this agent or you got, you know, this is the issue we're having here or negotiate, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll jump in. I'll do it. And I completely agree with you because people, when you're, when you're going to be, get to that level of double Xing your business, right? You, like your Lars was saying, like you have to take away some of the responsibilities. You're not the best at everything. Mm -hmm. Like uh, we're probably all high D, high I's on this call right now, somewhere in that ballpark. My admin, she's a high S, high C. Like she hates people and she loves paperwork. And I'm like, 
and, and she, she would shoot me if I had to get her on a video camera, but I'll, I've never met a camera or a mic I don't like. And she's the opposite, but find that counterpart, like you're saying, Lars, and it's so powerful to relieve a lot of the stress because when you're doing that, that amount of deal, you physically can't do all that work. You just can't. You have to bring on a team. And I, I, I do not like the fact that you called me even a DI. So I, <laughs> I, there's not a lot of I uh, over on this side. I can't. Oh, sorry. A, D, a DS, I'm D, assuming? DC. 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 I'm a spreadsheet guy that, that uh, <laughs> I can, I want to drive a hundred spreadsheets into the world. Um, I'm, I'm going to publicly apologize for all the listeners. Uh, did not, not mean yeah. to insult him as, uh, as being a personable person. Um, yeah, he is more that's of a special the last person. thing I would want people to know about. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Lyles would like to invite you all over to his house. We'll be giving uh, everyone his home address at the end of the show. It's going to be great. It'll be a big party. Yeah. I was explaining oh, to these guys that th this morning I had to leave my home and it was like the biggest in position i had to you know be, be face to face with somebody not that i don't love you know helping people it's just i just want to do it from my shell <laughs> yeah. so you're an agoraphobe you know peeing in yeah. bottles staying inside washing your hands consistently every 20 minutes and you're just like oh the closest i'm gonna get to you and that, that's why camera. the podcast is this amazing thing right i get to just like <laughs> say everything i believe and it's like oh you don't have a differing opinion great <laughs> <laughs> It's like one way. That's right. It's like, hey, you're a guest in my house. You get to just sit, hang out and agree with me. It's going to be awesome. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, we have limited time, so let's do this. Uh, speaking of the show, uh, everybody should go check it out. Real Estate Team Builders is on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the usual places. Uh, if you're not aware, if you're an Amazon Music user, as I am, uh, you can also get podcasts on that platform as well. So that's something that's come along uh, this this summer, I believe. Uh, Lars, you're going to be doing a whole series basically about kind of this topic, you know, doubling your production and cutting your time in half and just that overarching kind of thing. Uh, give people some idea of what to expect and maybe some of the topics that you cover in the series. Yeah. So as of this recording, we're, we're two in, I, I expect it's going to, it's kind of like a sermon where the preacher doesn't know how many weeks he's going to go. Um, so I, I, I think I told uh, the listeners, you know, four to five. So the first one was on um, like, just being honest with your, with where you're spending your time and, and offering folks uh, a time study. Uh, I'm making them email me personally to get it. And then I'm making them share it with me when they get when they get it done. That was number one. Then the second one was passion versus pay. So based on where you're spending your time, how many of those things pay well, and how many do you even like doing? Uh, I'm going to mm. go into I ideal week. I'm going to go into weekly planning. I'm going to go into some of the mindset issues around, like we all have the same time, and and what motivates me to say no to some things and and do the things, even if it's low passion but high pay. You know, how do I mentally get myself? Cause I'm not in a position where I'm, I'm financially driven at this point. Mm -hmm. For me, it's like, it's all impact. Like how many people can I impact? And mm -hmm. so, yeah, so that's kind of the, the flavor of it. Um, the I, ideal week, I think is the most important, like for, for me, I need to know where I'm supposed to be. You know, if, if my calendar yeah. isn't clear, including like when I'm not supposed to be working, like, okay, my calendar says work shutdown what should I do now? You know, it's like, you should shut down your work. You know, it's like, oh, okay. So something little like that. So I'm pretty far in my business journey. And I still have that in my calendar, five to 5.30. Work shutdown is like, okay, quickly check emails, you know, plan the next day, move some tasks over, has to happen. But if I don't have that there and it doesn't pop on my screen, I can, you know, my, my wife will 
come in at six 30 and she'll say, Hey, are you, are you coming down? Like what, what's the deal? You know, cause I'll just have a tendency to keep rolling. So, mm-hmm. um, and then all the personal stuff and color coded and, and all that stuff, it's, you know, it sounds like it's not all that spontaneous, but it, 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 it allows me to, to do all the things that I want to do and, and in all the different roles that are important to me. So that's kind of the flavor of it. Um, you know, and I, I think I talk about your world versus the world, you know, how someone asked me at one point, like, how do you get so much done when there's so much chaos in the world? Mm-hmm. And I said, the world, what do you mean the world? I'm like, my world is like <laughs> this, the, the eight, the eight <laughs> you know, and then like desk. <laughs> my, my kids will come in and hide behind this and talk to me like while I'm working, like, <laughs> my, my world is two kids, a wife, this a podcast, you know, growing exp. It's like it's pretty small world, you know. And and my faith, my relationship with God. And they're like, yeah, but the Afghanistan or um, whatever. It's like that's the world. Like that's not my world. Like I can't control it. And people are like in the news. And I've I've even got, caught myself here recently watching, you know, one news program that has me addicted to it. And, and now thinking like, okay, the world is good. The world is going to end. Where am I going to bring my family? Like, this is coming back like any moment, you know? So it has me. And so I'm susceptible. Like everyone is susceptible, you know? And, uh, yeah. right. And I have like four Netflix oh. series that are, I'm, I'm all waiting for the next season. So I'm, I'm in all that crap with everybody. Um, yeah. but I just have some disciplines about days. I can watch TV days. I can't watch TV. I started using habit share again. So I have accountability around my habits. Um, so yeah, so it's, Ooh, it's talk, it's, talk, talk about habits share. What is that? Yeah, it's, it's just, it's an app where you pick your habits. So daily habits and you get, you share it with, uh, with buddies that are on the same app. So really, um, interesting. yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I'll, I'll show you all, but all, but one of my habits. <laughs> well, we don't uh, want to see that one. It's uh, sleep seven hours, cardio for 30 minutes, sauna, meditate, Bible reading and recap, my high intensity workout, my strength trainings, my fasting, drinking a gallon, no TV, no news ever again. I've missed that one for like two weeks. <laughs> no, no sugar or snacks. And then there's uh, one other one about uh, purity uh, habit, um, which you guys can figure out. Uh, gotcha. So, Copy so that those, are my, those are my habits. And I just share them with a couple of buddies of mine and, you know, they have different habits and we, we can see each other and hold each other accountable to you know, something I, 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 that I want, I know we have to wrap up here, Matt. I'm, I'm, I'm going to drag this out as long as possible. So I, I'm going to know you to God's green end. Less. Um, but I, I, the one of the, a couple of things, the two things that I really liked is, um, you know, where you spend your time. That's people really don't understand where you spend your time. You and I live in the same life. Like our calendars, my my admin literally says that my calendar makes her dizzy, quote, um, because I do color coding and everything else. But also, you know, clarity breaks. We don't always have to be on 100%. And for clarity breaks, for me, what I do is I take fuzz butt over here. And if I'm just, I've just had enough with a client or a conversation with an agent, or I'm just done for whatever reason, I take him to the beach and I let him run and I chase him till he water pukes. And then we walk back and then we put him back in the car and he completely covers my car in sand. But the thing is, is that, you know, we get out there and it's just freedom. It's like life just shifts. It changes because you have a different, you know, uh, viewpoint on it. All of us can make a lot of money. 
but if you're not going to if you're not going to make it mentally through it what's the freaking point take a break you know just you know relax for a half a freaking minute and then like tony robbins always says actually it wasn't tony robbins tony robbins it was um uh, will smith in one of the interviews he did about a decade ago he said just make a choice just choose and the world will open up to you and so what you're teaching i i'm, I'm resonating with it big time because it speaks to the heart to the soul to the spirit to the mind and to your body because if you push too hard you grind 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 you'll be ground down to nothing so take a break like you said get clarity breaks and then identify where you spend your time that is some amazing information right there man i am personally this is not a joke I'm personally impacted by this because it is speaking to my soul right now. And I really appreciate you spending some time with us today. Man, that's oh, Greg, that's, I'll expect your report awesome. at the end of the day. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know where you're spending your time and how much of it is uh, uh, wrapped around a bottle of vodka or I'm not sure what's happening over there, but I'm guessing that something like that. Um, yeah, I, um, I would go. I'm actually more of a wine guy these days. Oh, Thank you very much. <laughs> and, and by the way, I have a wine cabinet right behind me and it, we have probably two to three thousand dollars worth of wine just in that cabinet. So I, uh, screw you I, on the vodka. I, I made the... Um commitment with with these couple of buddies of mine uh to not drink for a year so i've done three months and six months and um uh, it was august 21st so i guess we're uh soon to be three months into a 12 month of no drinking and i don't think i'm ever drink again you know i i couldn't i couldn't figure out an upside to drinking um there is none i mean, yeah, I mean there I mean, is it, none <laughs> so uh so that's just one of the things that you know i when i when i when i look at like what what is god calling me into and like mm -hmm what could be the impact that I, you know, if, if I can get out of my own way and if I can eliminate distractions and, you know, what, what's, what's the next stage. And I think everyone needs to ask that question. If, if I can get some margin and I can stop doing maybe the things that are taking me off, off of achieving in the areas of life that matter, like what, what's the next thing that God would open up for me. And then when you get there, what's the next thing? And and there's a series of next things. And the last thing I'll say, because I know we're at time is, it's just consistency. Like I had to prospect internet buyers right. until I, until I didn't have to, you know, and then I had to, to learn how to do listings until I didn't have to. And then I learned how to manage people and coach agents until I didn't have to. And then I started B school and I had to learn how to coach people, totally different animal. And then I learned how to, you know, bring on coaches. And, and, and so it's, it's kind of sticking with an assignment until you're ready for the next assignment. And most agents are so sporadic. They're not going to oh. stick with lead gen for three years. You know, you, you talk to, I've got a client uh, who's awesome, Greg Sisson. He's an uh, MFO guy. He would have 60 conversations a day for, for his first three years, five days a week for his first three years in the business. Wow. That's 60 a lot. meaningful conversations. Holy and so that's th 300 a week times 250. So it's like 7,500. He had 22 1500 conversations in his first three years in real estate and, <sighs> and he's he's lethal on the phones and he's I like i want to meet him and he's like agents anymore don't even have like five conversations a day no. you know and they would just want to be successful and so there's just there's just a uh 
you know, having to do the things that nobody else wants to do long enough to get good at them, where the fun part is making money at will, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got to tell you, I got I, off air. I want to get this guy's information uh, because I've done over 600,000 uh, cold calls myself and over 200,000 door knocks. And so I understand like that mentality, that grind. It is not fun. It is not sexy. And I'll tell you one thing. It sucks so hard to do that. But like you said, you got to grind out. What, what is an MFO? By the Mike way. Ferry, Mike, Mike Ferry organization. Oh, thank you. I, I didn't yeah. know some like weird slang that I wasn't you know, yeah. in, tuned into. Okay. <laughs> I was just trying to be cool. Okay. Well, you definitely achieved it. <laughs> I was never, I was never a Mike Ferry guy, but I mean, he's a legend, right? So he is. Yeah, he yeah, really Greg, is. He, Greg is a beast. Yeah, that's for sure. All right, guys. Uh, so everybody check out Real Estate Team Builders, Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And then Greg, what's the best way to reach out and connect with you? Matt, uh, you're doing this wrong because we're supposed to introduce each other not oh that's right god you're Let screwing me... it up <laughs> all right hang on hang on okay if Back someone is up. interested <laughs> in not having to roll into an office that you pay for that you barely don't go into where any anymore anyway uh and you would also like to build passive leveraged income and get stock options and make money in six or seven different ways and all that good stuff that comes with exp uh and you resonate with with me and greg and and uh would like to potentially join through us then reach out to greg and your phone number that haunts my dreams, 925-915-1978. I have memorized that for probably six years. Uh, they should text you and get a call set up. They should. They actually really should. They at should. 100%. And that is actually your real phone number, unlike when you give out mine, which is a fake one every time. 402-331-1196. Yeah. Yes. You know, I feel bad for that old lady who's probably sitting there going, why are these people calling me? <laughs> no, some random person in North Platte. You just gave out their phone number. Okay. And then what's my um, call to action, Greg? Uh, guys, reach out to Matt. He's got an amazing book. If you can't see it right behind him, it's called Micro Famous. Uh, it is a phenomenally written book. Great content. Uh, you will truly enjoy it. You can go to getmicrofamous.com. Um, you can get a book. Uh, you just have to pay for the shipping. Uh, Matt won't, won't 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 pay for that, but you you can pay for that. Just, but he'll give you the book get the for free. free. That's uh, I, uh, yeah. We don't we don't do the free <laughs> physical book shipping with stuff like that. Just get the free digital copy at getmicrofamous.com, or you can get the physical Our, copy on Amazon. Let me finish. Cock block. If you get accurate God. information, I will let you finish. <laughs> All right. You know what, Lars? We're going to have to have you back because Matt's just not letting me do my job. But anyways, reach out to him. Uh, he's got an amazing podcast and service as well. Um, he is very selective in the clients that he takes on, but he was definitely looking for a next amazing human being. So reach out to him uh, and see if the services might work out for you. But Matt, Lars, you both have a very important job to do here, okay? Now, Lars, I need a color for the bow on this show. What would it be? Uh, blue. Blue. All right. You're my, you're my boy, Blue. <laughs> Matt, what's, your gonna, what's gonna be your color? Uh, let's go with silver. Silver. Okay. All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for watching and listening to the, to the podcast today. We really, truly love you and appreciate you. We cannot do this without you. That is 100% honest truth. We are going to put a blue. Thank you, Lars. We're going to put a silver. Thank you, Matt. Bo on the show. Uh, go out there, guys. Everywhere you guys listen to podcasts or watch podcasts, uh, give us a five-star, not a two-star uh, review so the algorithm will be known to show it up to additional human beings. And please hashtag Lars, hashtag Matt, hashtag myself if you like anything that we said. But until next time, peace out, ninjas. We're gone. Thanks for listening. 
Would you please take a minute to share the show with other team leaders who may be struggling? And if you love the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to learn step-by-step how to build a profitable real estate team that allows you to get out of the real estate grind and live the lifestyle you've been dreaming about, visit us at joinrebs.com. That's joinrebs.com. Our coaching, training systems, and support will help you get more high-quality leads, increase your conversions and sales, improve your client experience, and allow you to scale your real estate business, all while reducing the amount of hours you work and the stress you endure. Just go to joinrebs.com for more info now. See you on the next episode.